AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's going on, you guys? It's Loan from It's Up There Podcast. I wanted to let you guys in on the exclusive interview that I have that's available only on Patreon.com. It's up there podcast. This interview is with Maul from the Joe Button podcast, or formerly from Joe Button podcast, currently of the new Rory and Maul podcast. This is a 20-minute excerpt. What we have talked about in this podcast is monumental uh, in regards to the confusion that was caused on behalf of the split uh, of Rory and Maul from Joe Button Podcast. If you want to see this video and this interview is in its entirety without ads, you need to come to patreon.com. It's up there, podcast. Again, www.patreon.com slash it's up there, podcast. This is where you get your free merch. This is where you get access to live events. This is where we go live. This is where we build our community. We have an opportunity to do something special. On behalf of everyone that listens to me every week, I want to thank you guys so much. I'm going to let you guys in on this episode. Come holler at me on Patreon. I'll be waiting on you. Let's get it. Like we just put it out there. Um, but creatively, uh, Rory and myself just, you know, pretty much is us. You know what I mean? We have a whole team of people that pitch in and add things here and there, but they get our personality. Right. They know what we're trying to look like, what we're trying to do, what we're trying to create. Um, so it's just like it's like a whole bunch of you know people just hanging out in the dorm having fun. Man. Yeah, man, and it, and it feels like that. Even when y'all left the Joe Budden podcast, right? Even the <coughs> approach of the clip that came out when y'all was like, "We're looking for work." Mm-hmm. That was just even a unique approach. Even looking back at it, it's like 
y'all were early on the skit type mm-hmm. of y'all might be the only people doing that in podcasting from a creative mm-hmm. standpoint. I don't know. I mean, the white boys do it like Full Sin and mm-hmm. Logan Paul and and those guys, but mm-hmm. from our standpoint, yeah. Maybe trailblazing in that. That's something that we want to, um, you know, ultimately get into is TV and film and and long form uh, sketches and things like that. Um, just because we have so many ideas and things that we take from real life situations, right. which was what the uh, the, the uh, got fired skit was right. when we first uh, quote unquote got fired. Right. Um, so we decided to take that and have some fun with it and uh, create something that uh, you know we thought the we think we thought the people would like and they they loved it. Um, and that was all. You know, people reached out, said, oh, who wrote that? Who wrote that? And we was like, that, you know, we freestyled that whole thing. None of that was written. Man. That was all just uh, circumstantial. And, you know, we just came up with the circumstances and we just let the camera run. That's dope. That's yeah. super dope. Hello, everyone. It's Big Loon here. want to talk to you about this Up There podcast. We're the home of the biggest conversations in the culture. And we've had some incredible guests on the show, including Lil Baby, Moneybag, Yo, Wallow for Million Dollars Worth of Game, and many more. But we're not just a podcast, we're a movement. And we want you to be a part of it. That's why I'm encouraging you to go and check out our Patreon page. When you become a patron, you get access to our episodes early, ad-free, with exclusive content you will not find anywhere else. Plus, we do go live only on Patreon, so you get a chance to interact with us in real time and be the first to know about our new products, live shows, and exclusive merchandise. If that's not enough... We're also offering exclusive discounts on our merchandise to our Patreon supporters. So what are you waiting for? Join us on Patreon today. Become a part of the It's Up There podcast movement. Head over to our page now and sign up. Thank you for your support. I see you on the next episode. Let's get back to the show. Let's get into the departure of uh, Joe Button podcast. Um, Let's be clear. When did you come into... The Joe Button Podcast. What episode was it? First, it was the name was I'll name this podcast later. When did you arrive on the scene? Do you remember? I think it was like episode seventy-seven, maybe. Okay, like yeah, yeah. And so, sweat equity was mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. Blood, sweat, and tears, and and your departure from there was an unfortunate one, and it was it was ugly. It was but, fortunate, right? We just <laughs> talked about it. You said you know, very fortunate, right? Right. You told me when when I was out there smoking, you said long. I would have been okay with helping home. Oh yeah, I've, I've always that's all I've ever been. Uh, you know, I've always wanted to be somebody that helped. Like if it's somebody, you know, if I fuck with you, uh, or if I feel like you know I, I believe in what you're doing and I see your vision and I, I feel like I can offer some assistance, even if it's not, I'm not. It's not about me getting nothing financially from it all the time necessarily. Um, I just feel like if I'm able to, which I think we should do in our culture more anyway, it's like, yo, if I if I have a, a plug somewhere or connect somewhere where I can help you elevate what you got going on and get you to a next level somewhere, why not? Because I would want somebody to do the same for me. So, right. um, you know, especially when it's, you know, your quote unquote friends. I feel like that goes without saying. It's like, yeah, I help you out. Like, I help you do whatever. Let's let's do it. Let's have, but we gonna, and we get to have fun. Why not? It's a, it's a win-win situation. So, yeah, it was all about me just, you know, uh, getting in and, and, and trying to help elevate something and, and bring some type of, um, you know, energy into a situation where it, it made for a, a complete a complete circle. And, and now do you have clarity because over the last couple of months, there's been shots took by you, by Joe Budden, just about what y'all perceive to be the truth. You say that Joe's stealing. He mm-hmm. says that he's not stealing. 
Of course. You say mm-hmm. I'll come up there, show me the books. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. do it on your platform and it'll make for great content. <laughs> yeah, Put it yeah. behind your paywall. Yeah. Do what you will. Why not? Let's right. have fun. <laughs> Listen, man, you know, and I, I want to be very clear. It's, it's, this is not, you know, I don't, I'm not, it's no ill feelings. It's right. no beef. It's no, you know, it's all love, man. You right. know what I'm saying? Like I said, at one point, you know, we was all real friends and, you know, so that that doesn't just go away. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's not a beef thing. I think that everything happened for a reason. Uh, we're very fortunate, very blessed, uh, Rory and myself, to land where we landed and be able to do what we're doing right now. So everything happens for a reason. It's just the unfortunate part of it is, um, you know, when just, just as lies start to come into play and, you know, uh, the, the trying to, you know, tear somebody's character apart and things like that. Um, you know, the truth is the truth, though. You yeah. know what I mean? And as I always tell uh, my brother Rory, you know, you know, because we have talks and he, you know, Rory gets into these moves where he's like, man, I don't want to just keep going through this bullshit with this dude. And yeah. I'm just like, but Rory, when the truth is on your side, everything is going to be okay, man. That's for sure. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, the truth is the truth. You know, we were we were taken advantage of and, you know, we, we had money, a lot of money stolen from us and taken from us. And it's fucked up. But, you know, I mean... If that's the way it had to happen for us to be in the situation we're in now, in the position we're in now in our lives, then so be it. You done f*** around and made you, t- taught you how to fish. Yeah, I mean. Put we, you in a situation now where you went and got the information. The thing is, I always knew how to fish. Right. But, you know, sometimes I don't mind, you know, getting on your boat and helping you fish. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So, you know, if you felt like, you know, that was your boat and, you know, you the big skipper, and you know what I'm saying. You want it's like, all right, and man. so, but in podcasting, with it being a new industry, it's like we, you know, I gotta give Joe some credit in regards to he, he, he did kind of make it not easier, but y'all together, it, you lifted less, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, what I'm saying is like this new industry, nobody kind of understood how to move. Unfortunately, whatever deal he placed y'all in that y'all agreed on, he and what you're saying is still wouldn't stick to the deal that he had in place. Yeah, I think I think when we uh <laughs> looking back, I think when we uh signed the, the our our percentage agreement with each other, I don't think that he anticipated the amount of money that was going to be offered to us. Mm. So I think once that money came into play, I, I think that something inside of him just wasn't comfortable. And it's it's, it's, it's crazy when you think about it, but I, I think something inside of him was like, he he wasn't comfortable seeing us get that money. You know what I mean? That's and it's up, But that happens with us a lot, man. Like it's a deeper whole, deeper, you know, story behind that. It's That's like in wild. our culture, you know, we, we say we want to see each other eat and see each other, but it's like, you know, somebody come in here with a whole buffet it's like, damn, I, I was going to get these a slice. Right. I didn't want to get these I want to dictate what they able to do. You understand? And that's and unfortunate, that's... bro, because you can't win like that. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I believe that to see you riding with Rory says so much about your character just from me on the outside looking in because I see the years from you and Joe. Mm-hmm. I see, you know, you on the Love and Hip Hop episodes. Mm-hmm. I see how far back y'all go, and it's like, it got to be principle somewhere that he's standing on mm-hmm. because what else would make him ride with a dude that he met along the way? Yeah, and it, it, it was just right is right and wrong is wrong. And I mean, I, you know, and, and you know, the fans and the supporters and listeners, they have a very short-term memory. But just go back to, you know, the reason why 
you know, we didn't show up to record was because, you know, he told Rory not to come That's in and record. And I said, Whoa, you he don't work for you. You right. can't tell him not to come in and right. record. Like and I'm definitely not gonna record without him. Right. You know what that, I mean? So just go back thing. to that. It's yeah. like I'm that's just me though. Like yeah. if it's something wrong, then let's fix it before any of us move forward. But me and you are not gonna record without our brother, our partner. That like, that was a deep moment. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about that, that was there right there because in my opinion, you hurt Joe. Because Joe felt like, yo, f Rory. But why? For miles straight. But why? But why is it? But and see, that's the things that people don't know behind the scenes. Like I, it was like, but why, f Rory? Why? Right. Why are you? Why are you? But just everybody mad at ain't that? doing that. Oh, you, for sure. Even when you look at Park, some of the fans will say that his position is my boat. Everything right, right yeah. around me look good. And, I, and I, you know, and and Parks was, you know, I've known Parks for years. Good, good, good person. Right. Deep, deep inside, he's a good person. I just think that. Uh, you know, the position that he may be in and painted himself in a corner to where he don't really have enough wiggle room to really get his shit off and say what he wanted to say. But that's why I, I, I tweeted uh, a few weeks ago. I said, Parks knows. Right. Because I mean, I've known Parks for years, man. And for the most part, he's a good dude. I just think that um, he's just a little in too deep on yeah. the business end and he has a lot of things tied in with Joe business-wise that he can't really, really rattle that boat right. and shake the tree too much. But um, he knows, man. And those guys, all of those guys over there, all those guys in the room, they know me. They've known me for at least 12 years. Yeah. They know that I'm not, I never did no sucker shit, no foul shit. Uh, I've never, you know, done no whack shit to nobody. So they know my character. So, you know, it's just that everybody got is kind of in the fucked up position because they got to choose a side. Right. And, it, you know, they chose to ride with, with homie and it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's no beef, man. It's no, you know, I, this podcast and things, sometimes it get a little weird. Like everybody yeah. feel like it's competitive and it's beef and it's all, I know what real beef look like. Right. And this, it's no beef nah, in this nah, shit. Nah, nah. You know what no I'm saying? Beef. So it's like, you know, it, they, they, they had to choose a side and, you know, it's all good. Like I said, you know, Rory and myself were able to pivot and land on our feet and do what we do. And like I said, we just came back from selling almost 700, 800 tickets in the UK. The same night Dave Chappelle had a show, by the way. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Shout yeah. out to y'all. Yeah. And you know what? When I was telling you, when y'all first, when it first happened, I was afraid for y'all. Yeah. Because I was thinking like, and I got this from B. Marshall with the episode I just did with him where I would have put y'all in a situation to overextend. Mm -hmm. Because I felt like immediately there was this thing in the market between y'all two and mm -hmm. he was trying to battle to look like he was still in a good place and y'all was trying to say yo we're on our own now <clears throat> right and i was saying spend the money go get a building go get a set go get mm -hmm. this go get that and y'all bubbled it right up and, and that fan base of y'all y'all activated it and took it to the next level mm -hmm. y'all did that shit. i mean we just you know again we don't want to go fast we want to go right we want right. to do it right we want to move right and uh, we have a vision for ourselves and what we want to look like and where we ultimately want to end up. And I think we're doing a great job of doing that. Um, you know, we're not running out, getting a guest. We don't want to be too heavily guest-based every week because then you paint yourself in a corner with that when it's like, okay, we can't get a guest. So who do we, you know what I mean? Who do we, right. what do, we do now? So we right. kind of want to just show people that we can create something uh, where we, we basically wear the talent and right. we rely on ourselves and our own personalities to, uh, to push this thing forward. And then... Pull in on you know guests that we really have a personal relationship with that uh, we are, we kind of already have some type of uh, rapport with right and um you know just do something more creative aside from just sitting down talking like right. we ultimately want to move into like a TV and film space 
and uh, you know, do things on that level because you know I, we we have the uh, the talent and the ability to do that, which is what we try to show with some of our skits and, and promo pieces and things like that for the live shows. It'd be dope too. You know what I mean? Just try to show a little, uh, just some 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 versatility in what right, we're doing. Right. Right. Do, do do you think you hurt Joe Button? Do you think when? Now let me ask you this: When did you start to pivot towards Rory? Like, hold on, but something ain't right. That ain't cool. When did? When was that? Um, you know it. We Rory and myself developed a relationship naturally on the show throughout the years, um, but you know, in that situation, the business and things like that, it 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 honestly became a thing where it was, it fell into that because we were on the same side of the the fight. Mm. Like we both we both were fighting for the same thing. Like right. it was like, all right, we have this you know this deal that. But we- I felt like he would have straightened you out. And not straighten Rory out. But even that, I wouldn't go for it. I know it, but I felt like that's what hurt him, right? When he said, I remember a time when he said, I never remember, I never saw, saw the day. Yeah. But he was talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> he would, I'm telling you, man, something about you yeah. stung him. Because, well, you know, we have a, we had a relationship for so many years. Yeah. And, um, and that dude's a white boy. But yeah. there's principle involved. That's all. That's all it is. It's yeah. principles. And when it, with me, I don't care how long I know you. I don't care. You know, it's principle. It's integrity. It's, it's honor. You know what I mean? So it's like right is right, wrong is wrong. And I'm not going to stand there and allow somebody that, because I looked at it like we a team. We right. all in this boat together. You yeah. know what I mean? We stand on that stage together. So. But it's so many niggas that would have rolled with a nigga they knew for 10, 15 years only because it's like, what do I got to lose? Well, that's the, see, but that, and again, that's the problem with us. It is. It's like it is. You know, and I'm telling you, salute from one real nigga to another one. Even right. if everything else out the window, mm-hmm. just I'm saying that look like from my perspective is principle involved in that. Absolutely, because I, it's my guy right here. This the, I'm man. I was with this guy when he was raggedy, raggedy mm-hmm. man. I'm mm-hmm. talking about man. If you go back and say, I ain't never been raggedy. Mm-hmm. I come out the street with some money. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. No cap on that. No mm-hmm. tin on it. You go back some. You say, damn, home was kind of. It seemed fun mm-hmm. over there a little bit financially, and that's cool mm-hmm. because we all had to come from something. Right. But y'all helped lift that. How much weight do you think you lifted over there? Hundred out of hundred percent of the lifting with the Joe Budden podcast up until your departure. How much do you say was your contribution? Um, I mean, I think I, I contributed a lot. I think I, I lifted a lot. Um, you go back to some of the earlier episodes. Um, I think that's when it started to turn. Just because I think the personality, my personality, uh, and my relationship with Joe was so unique and so honest. And um, you know, I think that that helped turn it into what it became. Uh, even if you go back to the Charlemagne episode, uh. Charlemagne said it. He said, you know, this thing didn't really pop until Maul got hit. Yeah, I got a squash shit with you and Charlemagne, man. I know y'all got a little something. Nah, that, that, that. He but, been, he been, he done right. He doing right by me, man. No, Charlemagne, listen, I know he does, a, he does things behind the scenes for people yeah. that, you know, I, I salute and I respect. I just didn't, you know, let me finish the point, though. Go we'll ahead, get into that. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think that the, the, the relationship that uh, we had with each other. Right. Because I still don't really like saying his name, but the relationship that we had with each other, uh, I think it was so honest and so real, and it was dope to see, and so many people could relate to it. I think that helped lift it with Ro- him and Rory, and uh, shout out to Marissa, what they had, I think was unique as well. I just think that, you know, 
you insert somebody that had a real uh, relationship, the relationship that we had with each other, and you put that on mic and on camera. I think people gravitate towards that. The stories, the uh, you know, holding each and, other. And he was intentional with. I'll give him some credit on this. He was intentional with the consumer facing. Mm-hmm. When it comes to you mm-hmm. Right He was intentional with saying Man you just too cool Man you dress better than me man yeah. He was intentional On camera with that mm-hmm. He's smart enough to know What he's doing When he's doing that Oh yeah All, What he doesn't say Says more to me about yeah. him Than what he does say on yeah. camera Yeah Right yeah. So he's somebody that's Intentional with doing that And I'll give him a little credit with Trying to have the consumers Accept you in a way Where it's like This is my cool partner Yeah And it even translated to someone like a Charlemagne that was like, you know what? Maul is that nigga too now. Mm-hmm. Even though you that nigga, he was putting something on it. Yeah, no, you, and 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 I and I, you know, and, and again, it it was all it made for what it became. Exactly, it, like it was all exactly. part of it. it. Was a beautiful thing. I just think that ultimately, which happens a lot in our community and in our culture, ego. Just killed and destroyed, and it you know it, it 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 kills from within. It destroys from within, and I you know that's a fight that I can't stand in front of. Ego is something that you got to battle with personally. So I just step out the way and I let you you know have that battle with yourself. Right, and you know um, even speaking about about the lifting thing, there was a moment. Do you remember when he got fired from Everyday Struggle? Yeah. What was the atmosphere? <laughs> Do you remember the atmosphere then? Um, vaguely, I, I I remember. Um, and again, that's interesting because we only got his side of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but I vaguely remember uh, he came in and was like, you know, we started talking about it on the show, like you know, they they wouldn't let the creators create, and you know, they won't let me smoke in the bathroom, and it's the it was just a whole bunch, and I was just like, okay, whatever, yeah. you know, what I mean, I, that wasn't my business. And you know, <clears throat> me no understanding the information, and I want the young creators and everybody watching this, if you. Know my brain. If you're here and you don't know my brain, we're about information, mm. right? We're about elevation. Anything we speak about, we extract an experience from things that we can explain so people can evolve. Mm-hmm. That's all this is about, right? But with the everyday struggle <clears throat> situation, y'all gave him a blanket. Mm-hmm. I know you, you know, let him go on his rants. He was talking and all of that, but it was a situation where. He needed y'all more than he can explain in that moment. At that point, he had just had a baby. He had just had this situation where he thought he was getting further in the building. And then all of a sudden, he thought he had leverage. Mm -hmm. And that's something that happens with him for some reason. He misplaces where he thinks his leverage is. Not that he doesn't have leverage. There's just something happening with his idea of leverage. I don't... Mm -hmm. When he goes to try to utilize what he think his leverage is, there's something happening, mm-hmm. right? And so with Complex, they let him go. Mm-hmm. It, you know, whatever, in receipt of your email, because I've been looking at some of the shit, knowing that we were going to sit down. And when he came and sat down with y'all, that was home. Mm-hmm. He still had that. Yeah. And I, and I continue to let people know that it's hard to do a podcast by yourself. It's, it's damn near impossible. Mm-hmm. And if it was possible, I think that he would have done it by himself by now. Mm-hmm. I wonder, did y'all know how important y'all were to him in that moment for him to be able to land right there with his two homeboys comfortable where he has conversations week after week after week and be able to talk to the fans and create the narrative that he was able to create? 
I, I mean, we, we thought we were pretty important, but now <laughs> you listen to the things that he says now about us, uh, we weren't that important. So, you know, I mean, uh, again, man, you know, we, we just try to play our part. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.